Section 63 of Ontario Public School Geography. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Dorr. Ontario Public School Geography by the Educational Book Company of Toronto. Section 63. New Zealand, New Guinea, the Smaller Islands, and the Hawaiian Islands. New Zealand. Position, Extent, and People. The Dominion of New Zealand consists of a group of volcanic islands lying in the southern Pacific, some 1,200 miles to the east of Australia. It includes North Island, South Island, Stewart Island, and many smaller islands along the coast. The total area of the islands is a little over 100,000 square miles. Although Captain Cook took possession of New Zealand in the name of Great Britain as early as 1769, it was not until the middle of the 19th century that colonization began in earnest. The Maoris, as the natives of the islands are called, at first gave some trouble, but this has long since passed away. Surface and Climate New Zealand is a land of mountains, lakes, and rivers. The mountains extend in a lofty range, broken only by Cook Strait, from the southwest corner of South Island right to East Cape, a distance of nearly 1,000 miles. The mountain scenery of South Island is especially magnificent. The southwest coast of South Island is much indented by long, narrow inlets surrounded by forested hills rising from the water's edge, peak after peak, to their snow-clad summits. Through the green of the trees, streams sparkle here and there in the bright sunshine or fall in glittering cascades over the steep cliffs, while in the upper valleys the snow of the glaciers gleams as though encrusted with diamonds. In the mountain valleys nestle many lakes, and everywhere are short rivers running down to the ocean. The mountains of North Island are famous for a very different reason. Here are pools of boiling mud, which now and again send a column high into the air. Here are lakes of hot water. Here you may walk over land through which steam is bursting everywhere. Here, too, is Mount Tarawera, which not so many years ago burst into eruption. New Zealand, unlike Australia, fears no drought. It lies in the path of the west winds which sweep over the islands all the year round, and which, cooled by the high mountains, bring abundant rain. Naturally, the rainfall is heaviest upon the western coast, but no part suffers from too scanty a supply. The islands lie in the south temperate zone, and their climate is mild and equable. In the north, it is warm enough to admit of the growth of subtropical fruits. Even in the south, the winters are mild. In South Island, especially, the climate much resembles that of Great Britain. This is one reason why New Zealand has attracted many colonists from the motherland. Vegetation The heavy rainfall and mild climate make the natural vegetation of New Zealand luxuriant. Much of the land is forested with stately pines, especially on the western mountain slopes. The mountain glens are carpeted with ferns of many kinds, ranging from delicate, lacy fronds to huge tree ferns. The upper plateaus are covered with bracken. The eastern slopes of the mountains of the South Island pass into a great plain, and here, where the rainfall is less, are excellent grasslands and rich soil for tillage. This plain, called the Canterbury Plain, is the only one of any considerable size in the island. The most valuable tree native to New Zealand is the cowrie pine. 
this giant of the forest sends up a straight clean trunk for sixty or seventy feet before it branches some of these trees measure forty to fifty feet in circumference around the base the timber of the cowrie pine is hard and durable this tree also yields a gum which is used for making varnish the gum exudes in big lumps in the forks of the lowest branches the best gum is found buried in the swamps where long ago were forests of cowrie trees after the tree has fallen and rotted away the lump of gum remains many men are busy in the cowrie districts digging out this buried gum north island has two cowrie forests wildlife new zealand has practically no native four-footed animals there are no snakes and the lizards are harmless there are however many birds black swans parrots and wild ducks one parrot called the kia parrot is large and powerful enough to kill lambs new zealand also had many varieties of wingless birds but these are all now extinct industries the chief industry of new zealand and the main source of its wealth is sheep farming both for mutton and for wool dairy farming and fruit growing are of great and growing importance hemp is also grown there are many small farms on which good crops of cereals are raised the chief exports are wool frozen meat hides and skins apples butter and cheese although the islands are rich in coal the great distance from a market and the difficulty of procuring labor have hindered the development of the mines gold is found in large quantities in fact since its discovery in eighteen fifty seven over five hundred and fifty million dollars worth of this precious metal has been mined in the early days of new zealand there was very little manufacturing but recently the number of factories has rapidly increased the product of most of these however is for local use the principal manufacturers are woolens leather goods boots shoes soaps candles and flour there tees a considerable timber industry most of its product being required within the islands cities and towns the capital of new zealand is wellington on north island the city of auckland is picturesquely situated on auckland peninsula at auckland the peninsula is only six miles wide so that the city has two harbors one upon the west and one upon the east coast the eastern harbor is much the better as the other is too shallow to admit large vessels the largest cities of south island are dunedin and christchurch through them pass the products of the fertile farms of south island new guinea the island of new guinea is exceeded in area only by the island of australia the western half belongs to the netherlands the southeastern part known as papua belonging to great britain is administered by australia and the northeastern section known as new guinea is also administered by the commonwealth as a mandated territory a ridge of lofty volcanic mountains forms the backbone of the island some of the peaks are so high that they are clad in perpetual snow although they are so close to the equator the island has a heavy tropical rainfall and the mountain slopes are heavily forested very little of the interior has as yet been explored the vegetation and animals are very similar to those found in northern australia the papuans as they are called are a branch of the negro race cotton rice tobacco trepang timber mother-of-pearl and cocoa nuts are the chief products of papua 
but the rubber tree and the coffee plant have been recently introduced. Cattle, horses, and goats are raised. THE SMALLER ISLANDS The thousands of islands which dot the southern Pacific are divided into two groups. Melanesia, which means the islands of the blacks, comprises all the western archipelagos, and Polynesia, meaning many islands, all the eastern groups. Melanesia is inhabited by black natives, resembling the Papuans. Polynesia by brown-skinned peoples, much like the Maoris. Most of the islands belong to Great Britain. The islands are either of volcanic or of coral formation. The coral islands produce mainly trepang, pearls, and copra. Some of the volcanic islands are very fertile. On these, sugarcane is grown, as well as fruits and vegetables, such as breadfruit, taro, and yams, which form the staple food of the islanders. In Melanesia are included the Solomon Islands, the New Hebrides, New Caledonia, and the New Britain Archipelago. The Solomon Islands belong to Great Britain, while the New Hebrides are governed jointly by Great Britain and France. New Caledonia, a French possession, is one of the few places in the world where, outside of Ontario, nickel is found in any quantity. The New Britain Archipelago, with its two large islands, New Britain and New Ireland, is administered by Australia. In Polynesia, the two principal groups are the Fiji Islands and the Samoan Islands. In reality, the Fiji Islands are on the boundary between Melanesia and Polynesia, the natives belonging partly to one race and partly to the other. The group belongs to Great Britain. Suva, on one of the larger islands, is the chief seaport. It is a port of call for the steamers of the Canadian line running from Vancouver to Australia. The majority of the islands of the Samoan group are administered by New Zealand, but a few belong to the United States. Hawaiian Islands The only important group of islands in the Pacific lying north of the equator are the Hawaiian Islands, which belong to the United States. The group consists of eight large volcanic islands and a large number of smaller ones. The most celebrated of the mountains is Mauna Loa, on which is the crater of Kilauea. The crater, in which lies a lake of molten lava, the Hawaiians have fitly named the House of Everlasting Burning. As the islands lie within the tropics and are surrounded by the ocean, they have a mild and even climate. The northeast trade winds bring plenty of moisture, although on the leeward side of the mountains there is much arid land. The soil is very fertile. Sugar cane, tobacco, cotton, rubber, rice, coffee, and tropical fruits, especially the pineapple, are the principal products. The capital and most important city is Honolulu. It has a good harbor and is a port of call and coaling station for vessels crossing the Pacific to and from the Orient. Honolulu is a favorite resort for tourists. End of chapter 63